0: In this week's episode, we will be talking about how we can support one another with our spiritual gifts as a teen, according to God's Word.
1: Yeah, that's right. Come on, come on, come on.
0: We are back this week with another great lesson. Talking about our spiritual gifts and helping one another. The world and the biblical meaning of support and spiritual gifts. To support means to bear all a part of the weight of and hold up. Spiritual gifts. Is an endowment or extraordinary power given by the Holy Spirit. These are the supernatural graces which individual Christians need to fulfill the mission of the Church. These gifts are not for you, young people. These are for the ministry of God. These are to support one another, to help one another through hard times and trying times. Let's look at this biblically. First 1 Corinthians one eleven. You also joining in helping us through your prayers so that thanks may be given by many persons on behalf of for the favor bestowed on us through the prayers of many. Philippians 2 and 4. Let each of us look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. There are many ways we can support one another. The first scripture expresses support through prayer. That is the single best way to support another. God praises our commitment to pray for one another. The Bible further tells us where two or three are gathered, he is there in the midst. In this time of COVID-19, how can we, or better yet, how can we as teens gather to pray for our friends, our families, and those currently suffering in the world? It's an easy call. You can text them. You can set a time that you can gather over FaceTime, have a Zoom meeting, and just pray. Take turns praying for the support of each other's problems, each other's well-being, each other's future successes, each other's commitment to God and Christ. There are ways that we can support each other during this time where we are quarantined or self-quarantined or we are separated or we are basically staying in the house. We can still get together. We find ways to communicate with each other all the time. Why not use that time for prayer, for lifting up another, for supporting another, for just being a listening ear? We can also find this where we talk about the spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, 4-7. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it's the same God at work. Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. That means that it's for everyone. It's for the common good of everybody, not just you. Your gifts are to edify and help other people. See, this is a topic many shy away from with teens. They don't want to talk about the spiritual gifts. They think it is spooky and scary, but I'm going to tackle it, though. Spiritual gifts are vastly different from those gifts you receive for your birthday, Christmas, graduation, and so on. But it is something that you receive nonetheless. God is the giver of every good and perfect gift. So if God placed a gift in you, it is perfectly set for you. No one else can do what you can do for someone else. God has placed that gift in you that you may be an aid to someone else. He distributes these gifts as he sees fit. The important thing to note is that each of you, just like the body of Christ's lesson, have a different gift. The sooner you pray about it and allow God to reveal it to you, the better off those whom you come in contact with will be. Your spiritual gifts are given to you for the edification and support of others. Think of it this way. The hospital is staffed with professionals with that, that has varying that has different skills to assist those that are sick. Imagine if everyone at the hospital was a baby doctor, a foot doctor, or a head doctor, and you needed an arm doctor. There would be no one available, or there would be no one that could help you in your time of need. Your God-given gift is not for you. We use our gifts to support each other, and that's why you have a specific gift. We truly need to support one another to survive. Stay tuned as we take a quick break and we'll come back to talk more about the spiritual gifts and how we support one another. And we're back live in PNT podcast studio, picking up where we left off. We're going to talk about in this segment here, my support and action through spiritual gifts. Yes, we need to talk about how do we implement, how do we apply our spiritual gifts and what what do they mean to supporting one another? What is the connection? Let's talk about it. It is important that every Christian, young and old, to know and mature their spiritual gifts that have been given to them by God, okay? God gave each person, including you, my teens, a gift. It needs to be matured, and you need to recognize and understand it. You get that through prayer, okay? These gifts are desirable for three basic reasons. There are three reasons why your gifts have been given to you. Spiritual fulfillment, to support the growth of others, and to bring God, glory, and honor. So basically what that means is this. Spiritual fulfillment, it will give you purpose. It will give you insight into what what your calling is. How do you help the body of Christ? See, knowing and using your gifts will give you an understanding of the ministry you have been called to accomplish in the body of Christ. You will discover a significant part of your purpose for being here through your gift. You will have a sense of fulfillment and joy in the service of others. See, this is how you support other people through your gifts. Now, the the second thing we talked about was to support the growth of others. Knowing and using your gifts will lead to the spiritual advancement of other members of the body of Christ. Yes, you can help other people achieve their purpose and call in life, too. As you exercise your spiritual gifts, you will play a substantial role in building up of other Christians and leading them into maturity. Yes, that is something you have been called to do, to help mature other people's gifts. You can find that in Ephesians 4, 12 through 16. And thirdly, to bring God glory and honor. And that's probably the most important. According to 1 Peter 4, 10 11, your spiritual gifts are ultimately designed to bring God glory. This is your highest calling as you use your spiritual gifts in conjunction with the Holy Spirit and in the name of the Lordship of Jesus Christ and the Father then receives the glory. We do what we do because we love God and because God loves us first. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner.
1: Hey, Minister Bennett.
0: What y'all rapping about over here?
1: We were chatting about the different talents, gifts in the church, and we started discussing 1 Corinthians twelve, fifteen through 19, where it reads, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole body were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? They started telling me about the talents they believed they had, but then some quickly dismissed it because they felt that they were too young to have, as the Bible quotes, spiritual gifts. So we took another look at the scripture, and I explained that everyone has a spiritual gift that God gives them to use. We have to know how to hone in on that gift and to use it for God's glory. We talked about how each gift helps another Christian with their gift. Some didn't understand, so I explained that just as the Bible says each part of the body needs the other, we can't minimize or ignore the gifts that God gave us. God's church thrives on spiritual gifts working in each of us coming together, becoming the body of Christ. So someone asked if they were the person that always seemed to befriend the so-called losers, the one that always seems to gravitate towards the ones whose others feel that are less than, what gift is that? I told them that their gift could very well be the gift of help. Another stated that they always find themselves being the most outspoken in a group. People look to them for guidance. They are always the ones organizing a lot of the events. I told them that their gift could very well be the gift of administration or teaching. I told them, notice how I use the words, could very well be. They nodded. I explained that I am not the one who can tell them their spiritual gifts, but they, they needed to seek God's face or speak with their Christian parents or the pastor who could direct them in realizing and growing their spiritual gifts. I told them that just as the word says and what they must always remember is in 1 Corinthians twelve fourteen. it says... For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. So each gift matters and is very important in that the body is made whole when we all come together and do our part by using the spiritual gift that God has given us.
0: And we close this great lesson out with this summary. The importance of supporting one another through our spiritual gifts. In summary, does this matter? Yes, everything matters in God, to God and for God. We've learned in 1 Corinthians 12 for what Paul is saying, that the Holy Spirit with God gives different gifts to be used in different areas of service and that God determines the outcome of these gifts. Through God's system of giving gifts, he established a method to ensure then, now, and in the future that every believer has a significant role in the body of Christ. That believers work together to accomplish God's ultimate purpose and plan, 2 Peter 3 and 9. The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Basically, God wants everyone to find Jesus Christ, to find repentance, to find their way back to Him. Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, It's Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennets. Or real talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.